You're listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer with Gina Militia, one of Australia's leading portrait, celebrity and lifestyle photographers. With over 25 years' experience in the industry, Gina is a pro photographer who regularly travels the world shooting for some of the country's top magazines and advertisers. She is author of four best-selling books on photography, runs workshops and mentors aspiring photographers all around the world. In conversation with journalist, interviewer and budding amateur photographer Valerie Koo, Gina reveals what it takes to build a successful photography business, provides a sneak peek into life behind the lens and talks about her tips and techniques to get the perfect shot. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 37 of So You Want to Be a Photographer. My name's Valerie Koo and I'm here with Gina Militia. How are you, Gina? I'm great, Val. How's it going? It's good. It's good. What, what have you been photographing and snapping and busy doing this week? It's been a busy week. I've just um, come on off a big uh, three-day shoot. Oh, wow. and um Three days? It, yeah, there was a big gear incident that oh. had, like, oh. has not happened to me. Uh, well, something that happened has never happened to me before, so I was completely stumped and thrown. So I was um, using my 24 to 70, 24 to 105 lens, Val, the one that yes. you just bought, yes. the Canon, yes. um, which I love uh, for lifestyle. And I we were coming down to like the final shot of the day on mm. Saturday. Mm. Um, and the nature of the shoot was there was like three production crews working with the same talent over the over the few days, right? Mm. And so there'd be uh, a production crew would come in, then we'd come in and in and in and do and do and do um, our you know publicity and covers, and then another production from another network would come in and do. Uh, up so it was a really tight schedule and there was always people waiting to get in you know after you so I'm there doing the last shot lined up got the 24 shots lined up and suddenly uh I had my uh, I've got a new 1DX uh camera it's only a few months old and suddenly um on the back of the screen comes up um the lens is not speaking to the camera oh my is that I've, the words I've, that it said i think i've paraphrased <laughs> it wasn't exactly that but that's just what i read so yeah. it's not communicate there's a communication error oh. I'm like oh my god they've stopped talking to each yes. other why <gasps> they broke up say something they broke up someone <laughs> said something that the other didn't like or didn't call in time or something you know <laughs> and so there was passive aggressive behavior oh. between my lens and my camera, which was not good. So it's no. like, you know, I'm standing there. There's people waiting to get in. Yeah. This is no time to call in mediation. It's not going to work, is no. it? Okay. So, you know, what do you do whenever there's a computer fault, Val? What's the first thing you do? Turn the machine on and off. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. So it's like, and you've got 20 people watching you do this. And it's yeah. like, just um, hang on, hang on, turn it on and off. Oh, my God. Same thing. Oh, I got. I squeezed out a, a frame, but it didn't. It, like it was not right. It yeah. didn't fire and all that. So I'm like, okay, okay, don't panic. Meanwhile, you are just bathed in sweat at that point. Uh huh. Right. You know. And um, so I, I said, okay, I'll get another lens. The problem was we're in tiny rooms. Yeah. Okay. So I couldn't get out my seventy to two hundred. I couldn't use my eighty-five. And the thing that was killing me was at the last, as I was packing, I'm like, 
do I need my 24 to 70? Uh-huh. Do I? No, I hate that lens. I never use it. I'm not bringing it. I left it. I didn't bring it with me. So it's like I didn't have another wide enough sort of backup lens. So I oh, pulled no. out my other camera just in case. I thought maybe the 1DX has cacked itself. Pull the other camera out and put it on. Nah, same thing. So it's the lens. So I may, and so at the last 11th hour, I pull out the 70 to 200 and back myself right into the very furthest corner oh. I could and managed to get the shot. Oh. So stressful. And then so this morning I've called the camera clinic here in Melbourne. They fix all my gear and they've explained that there's um, – there's a, a part on the, the end of the camera where the contacts are. There's an entire cuff that has to be removed and replaced. Right. And the cost is uh, – I'm not repairing it, basically. It's right. Like the lens is gone because it's, it's – Really? About $400 to repair. Wow. Like, you know, uh, more than 10 years old. Oh, right, yeah. So the 24 to 105, rest in peace. Oh, so you're going to get a new one? Yes, I've actually uh, – I'm negotiating at the moment between um, places to see right. what the best deal I can get. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. oh. it's – I love that lens. So stressful. Very stressful. Oh. So um, I've always got a backup camera, mm. you know, because you think the camera's going to go. But you never imagine um, – but Val, do you remember when we were in Singapore and mm. – one of my lenses went there. Yes. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Um, oh. And that was a, a Bronica um, 645 medium format camera and the shutter is not in the camera. The shutter is in the lens right. and the shutter went in the lens, you know, that I had over there and, and um, I had to buy another lens because mm. we were there for two weeks. So stressful. Very stressful. But that oh only happens goodness. once every 25 years or something. <laughs> yes. Luckily. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Well, yes. I, I have not had been in – I've not been in such a stressful situation to do with photography <laughs> at all. I have um, – on the weekend, I was speaking at an event and there was a photographer there who was, you know, obviously commissioned to take photos and he was taking photos of the talent and um and it was all I could do Gina not to say uh, can, do you mind if I just style it you know can I can I just you know because he was taking photos of some you know um uh, of some guys yeah. and it was just sort of these classic mistakes that yeah. that the go-to poses that you shouldn't do the the backgrounds was actually a big mistake and I was like yeah. but there's this great background over there and you just can get him leaning and say he'll look amazing let me start the shot I know Did what you? to do Were with you saying that I or couldn't you it? oh no, I was, just that's couldn't your internal monologue. yeah it was it was all I could do to hold myself back but oh, well that's good that's a good sign it looks like you're you know it's all, <laughs> it's, it's all sinking in isn't it it's sinking in but you know sometimes people probably won't appreciate it if I, especially when I'm not the photographer. <laughs> or the stylist, or the art director. <laughs> anyway, um, we have a shout out to Marty, which who and the it's M A R I H O four two seven on Instagram. <laughs> oh no, Marty H O four two seven on Instagram. Sorry, and Marty has said thanks so much for your podcast. Thanks to you, I got a new Nifty Fifty, dared to shoot in manual, and had a fun photo shoot today. 
and what an awesome photo I'll put a, a, that, that photo in the in the show notes that she took and uh, uh, it's amazing it's like well done that's so exciting when I hear things like that and it's a great photo yep. of a young girl who is lying on her tummy and with her yep. you know propped up by her hands but yep. she's lying on a bridge what yep. looks like a bridge and yep. she is you know the depth of field is great because she is in the foreground and yep. the 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 bridge is sort of in a blurred out background so it it looks really really good and marty's done the right thing with the feet because often the girl's got her feet her 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 feet across at the ankles behind her and one of the um number one mistakes that newbies make is they'll have the feet growing out of the back of the head but marty is very cleverly uh uh tilted the feet to, to one side so that that looks Amazing. Well done. Fantastic. We also, before we get onto the topic of the day, we also have a folio critique from Brian Becknell. And Brian is a regular listener. Hello, Brian. And Brian has sent through not one shot, but a series of shots, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten shots in a great sort of montage. And they're all black and white shots. And most of them, well, they're all portraits of either one or two people. And I think that they're they're just they're just stunning really because they're not they're not those posed portraits mm. which are like corporate headshots kind of portraits they're they're really relaxed these people really look like they're just being themselves but they're absolutely beautiful shots mm. what do you what's your critique Gina so Brian has written in and, and um and to me and he said that like after I think uh, one of the shows that I was talking about like developing style he put mm. these photos together and he looked at them he's like he doesn't think he has a style and he and and he's having this um crisis of confidence oh he has a style and I, yeah and so he wanted us to uh, have a look at them and uh, let 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 him know what we thought and so mm. I have to say Brian. Um, there are working photographers out there that uh, probably have uh, a tenth of your talent mm. that are doing very, very well. So, um, you know, you're the kind – I mean, you, you, you – most of us have the point in our life, it's like I can look at my photos on any given day and hate them all, right? <laughs> Depends on how, what side of the bed I wake up. So you're not alone in 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 because you're looking at stuff. Valerie, you must look at stuff that you write some days and just think <laughs> oh, it, it sucks. Do you? No, I think it's all awesome. I'm oh, really? kidding. I'm kidding. Of so course. You have the same thing. You go through the same stuff. <laughs> yes, of course. I think it's. I think all artists, and when you're in it, and when you're in the middle of it, and you're doing, um, you know, you, you're so involved in the shots, and you look at them over and over and over again, you know, um, you get to the point where it's like I don't like any of it, or you can't even see how far you've come. So the first thing I suggest to you, Brian, is when you're having these moments, is I want you to go back to when you first started photography. Okay, and I want you to look at what those images were like, Mm. right, from Mm. there. And then uh, compare what you've done um, then to uh, where you are now. And that's going to make a huge difference because you'll see how much you've improved, okay. Secondly, um, I mean, I I can sit here now and tell you I think your style is beautiful and I think your strengths – Brian, uh, that you bring out um, a natural warmth in everyone that Absolutely. you photograph 
everyone I see is has a beautiful connection to the camera. Everyone that is smiling is smiling authentically and beautifully, and um, and and they're really subtle and and warm and beautiful. I think the way you process your black and whites is very beautiful. I think your lighting is beautiful. Some of you work with daylight, but you're also very um, creative and and talented at your artificial lighting using flash mm. the way you pose everything so i think you're definitely a people person oh. definitely leaning towards uh lifestyle portraiture yes so real life you know family but in a like a non-posy sort of a way and capturing those beautiful moments so that's how i see you sort of marketing yourself and i could see brian working um in, in edit, like lifestyle, Brian is red hot right now because everyone wants photos like to not look posed yep. and to be really natural looking. And so that's a direction I see you going in. And, and, and I think just if, if you're at all concerned, think of a theme, Brian, like an, an, an exercise and go out and shoot it. Like, you know, you might want to shoot a um, hundred strangers or like you know, men with umbrellas, like whatever, but think of a theme and just do it and, and, and then see, watch how your style evolves from there, but just sticking to sort of one thing and then move to the next and, and, and move to the next in, 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 you know, to develop your style more. But I, I think, I think you're completely on the right track and I Absolutely. think I have, you think you have no reason to worry. And I think you could, you, you should stand tall and be really proud of what you've achieved so far. Cause I think your work is beautiful. Yes. That sincerely. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, because these are portraits of individuals or couples and some of them I think are siblings. Like there's a couple of young boys that look like they could be brothers. Yeah. And I think that you've hit the nail on the head, Gina, when saying that Brian has been able to capture that natural warmth in in people. Everyone looks 100% natural and certainly at ease in front of the camera. So you obviously know how to put people at ease in front of the camera. And there's a very similar style to all of them. So you have style Brian absolutely there is no doubt so good on you fantastic stuff yeah well done so let's move on to our topic this week which I'm really interested in because I know that some of the things you're going to say I'll probably go "Mm, might be too much for me and some of the things you're going to say I'll go I'm absolutely going to give those a go Uh because you know I take my shots and stuff like that and I know look I've got photoshop and but I really need to improve my post-production and that sounds really technical and really you know um, that there's a lot involved but sometimes it just needs a tweak here and a tweak there I just need some better apps better software suggestions beyond Photoshop which I do have um, on what I can use to make the most of my shots and I'm sure I'm not the only person uh, out there with this question so Take it away, Gina. Where do, where would we start on this? Have you got some suggestions? I guess really I'm asking for what you use because I do know that there are hundreds of I know. software and hundreds of apps yep. out there and we there can't are. possibly go through all of them. Yep. So let's narrow it down to what do you use and what do you use it for and yep. why? Okay. Mm. So first of all, Val, why would you bother investing in um, post-production apps, you know, 
this is something I, I, I want to talk about first, okay. you know, because there, there, there is an expense involved and, mm. like, you know, often at, for a lot of people, straight out of the camera, is it does a pretty good job, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, they, they look all right. But a good post-production app um, or, or software, and it, it, it gives you the ability to organise your files because otherwise, like, what do they look like? You know when you they come out of the camera and you've got them, might have them in a folder, but they're numbered like Z27428, <laughs> you know. How do you then find those in 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So um, good, good post-production software or apps are going to give you the ability to organise your files, um, edit them into like categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, be a bit more creative because you know, um, you know how much I love Hans, who works at the camera factory, <laughs> who programs the cameras, right? Mm-hmm. But Hans, if we all just spat out our photos the way that they were. Out straight out of the camera, we'd there'd, there'd be you know fifty billion photos that all looked exactly the same, and that'd be the same as like what if we all dressed the same, ate the same food every day, like beige, mm. beige Val. Mm. So you know having the ability to have um, some creative input in like so where you take your files from, from where they start to where they can end, it's like a world of difference. Yeah. You know? So you've also got the ability to crop, adjust colours um, and the contrast. And, you know, so a newbie can uh, dip their toes in the water for, like, from from free. There's free apps available mm-hmm. uh, or up to about 150. And then there's pros that can go, you know, somewhere around 150 up to about five dollars $600. Mm. All right? And there's also subscription-based um uh, software as well, but just going back okay. to like why bother yeah. doing the post production. This week, Val, I have been like like a little kid in a lolly shop because <laughs> I've like developed a new style for me. Really, I'm having a new like. You know how I, I get on my thing, but yeah. I'm so 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 excited, and it's 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 exciting and frustrating at the same time because I'm so busy and all I want to do is like, I really just want to like create more photos in this style that I've now like fallen in love with. Okay. What is and I'm it? going through my Renaissance Caravaggio style, right? Oh. And so it's a very um, moody style. Some of the listeners would have seen the last shot I posted on uh, Instagram uh, of a group of uh, Sicilian men uh, hanging out outside a cafe. Uh, I've posted the uh, final shot in, in the show notes, Val. The original looks nothing like that. Right, right. So using post-production really, for me, I love it so much because it makes me feel like I'm really an artist and I can have a vision, like I can finally get the shot that's in my head on the screen, oh, you know, because okay. when I'm when I'm looking at an image – what you see, like that example that I've put in the show notes, that's what I see in my head. That's okay, how it's so meant to be. Caravaggio obviously was a painter during yep. in Italy during mm. the Renaissance. Can you describe what that style is? So it's a very moody style of lighting. So, you know, um, lots of light and shade and then you've got uh, the characters kind of emerging out of the shadows. Okay, so so very dark, lots of dark, lots of light, lots of shadow. So like a very moody style. Okay. And uh, I'm loving it. Okay. I'm like, this is my new thing. And it's also like the way I've toned it. 
mm-hmm. uh, and I've had all sorts of. I've gone through bright poppy phases. I go through black and white phases. I go through blue and blue and black phases. Sepia. This is it's more, like Picasso's blue period or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is my this is my renaissance now. <laughs> so, so, so it's like um, you know desaturated and um but but yet warm and and it's like a whole combination of styles but I could do this all day long at the moment but okay. I can't so it's it's frustrating but it's nice to be able to express myself in this way so okay. this is why I love the ability to be able to um have post production software to do that all right all right Fantastic. so um before you just go out and, and buy, I mean, I'm going to recommend stuff, but like there's there's software that's been recommended to me that I've gone out and tried and for whatever reason, you know, everyone raves about it and mm. I've used it and I'm like, I don't understand it or it's not intuitive to me. Mm. So I think there are certain things that you need to look at. And, and what's really great about most of the stuff that I'm going to recommend today is you can actually download uh, samples for like, 30 days for free Mm. so have a play with them and see if you like them before just going out and buying it because you might buy it and then think I actually don't like this at all Mm. you know um so the things you want to look at um, is maybe uh, the design. So how easy is it to use? Is it intuitive or is it a nightmare to use? Because there are certain apps that are like an absolute nightmare to me, right? Right. Um, you want something that you may as well have something that organises your photos. So does it sort, rename, tag yeah. easily to yeah. doing that? Because that's really important because that's how we're now cataloguing all our shots. Yeah. Um, you can't just put them in a shoebox anymore. <laughs> so. And then have a look at the photo editing tools. Now, you know, think about what you're going to be doing. So if you're only doing landscape, there are certain photo um, editing tools that you're probably never going to use. You know, you you might not need um, the certain power of, uh, say, something like Photoshop that's going to do skin tones and, Mm. and things like that. So think about that. What is it that you're going to be doing mostly before you consider what sort of um, post-production software you buy. And how creative is it? How creative are you thinking of getting? You know, how far do you want to take take your photos? And then also um, sharing an output. What, what do you want to do? What, what formats can you output in? Because uh, some software is limited in, in what it lets you output to mm. what formats and you know how easy is it to uh you know use them to share to social media and other sites and finally and i think this is important when buying any software any piece of gear or anything what sort of help is available if stuff goes wrong mm. you know is there a good online community is there someone that you can um you know email or call if you need any help yeah in using it because some of them are confusing oh yeah for sure all right. Yeah, and a good test for that is just Google some questions that you might have, and yep. see how much you know, how many results come up, and how many don't come up. Yeah, because mm, obviously, the more people who are using them, the more results you're going to get. Exactly, because it's sad. Because sometimes you might find the one that's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing! It suits me." But you're like, you're the only one in the in the world using it, and yeah. three other people. Well, yeah. you no, know, it's going to be hard to to get a lot of answers in in that case. Sure. All right, so shall we talk about a few of the uh, best ones? To yeah, for sure. So, um, so for beginners, yes. all right, so you've got 
your camera, you've been taking shots, but you've actually never, and I'm, t- I'm talking absolute beginner. Do you want to know what I think the best one for newbies is, the best app? What? Instagram. Okay. Because it's basic. Yes. Right? You've got okay. your photo. Fair enough. And you add a filter to it. Yeah. It's like, this is like dipping your toe in the water, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, you, you, you add your filters and you can see uh, just what's possible in a really, really basic, basic way. Yes. Right? And um, the other thing I love about Instagram is the fact that you uh, then become part of a community and you can share, look at other photos. And I think uh, it's a great way to find inspiration yes. and then you see what other people are doing and then you see other treatments of photos. And I think it just actually naturally encourages you to investigate further, but it's like a gateway software yeah <laughs> okay sure <laughs> a good way to start you know um i mean the cons in using instagram is it's uh everyone's images look the same and um you know it it it, it tends to compress the files and you know they're, and they're you always have to be square so sometimes you've taken a great shot that is great you know horizontal but if you put it on instagram it can't fit in there because you have to crop it to a square Exactly. Mm. So, okay. What else apart from Instagram? All right. So, another good app is uh, for for newbies coming in is one called Adobe Photoshop Elements Thirteen. So it's about um, sixty dollars US to buy. Sixty dollars. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's like it, yeah. So it's like Photoshop Lite. So it, it it's a good one to start with because mm. it's it's actually quite intuitive. Yes, because Photoshop uh, can be complicated. Uh, good file handling and management. It's uh, it, it, it's it's quick and it's got this other really good feature that helps you um, accurately uh, recognise faces. You can upload your Facebook friend list <laughs> right into it, and so that it, it'll start to recognise people. So you can tag people. So later on, like in ten years, if you're looking through your files, you can enter in someone's name, and it'll pull up all the photos of that particular person that you're looking for. Wow, great! So that's a really that's a really handy thing. And the other thing that it has that's really good is it'll um, like guided tutorials, um, so that it'll help you as you edit along. So which which is a good um, sort of uh, thing to have as well. And um, and then you can go into like an expert mode and and use more advanced tools. Okay. Yeah. So but some cons it, it like for the, that one is. It, um, uh, sometimes managing the folders of pictures is not as easy as it should be. And then when you're doing the guided tours, you can't undo or redo them, which is like can be frustrating. But what do you mean you can't undo or redo? So, like, um, a lot of other uh, software apps have like history states where if you do something wrong, you can go back. Uh-huh. But this one, um, it doesn't allow you to do it if, if you're doing – so if you make a mistake, it doesn't let you undo to go back. You, you've, you've done it. It's like you have to commit. Oh. Yeah, which is very frustrating, yeah. um, which is like I remember when I first started doing Photoshop, Val, mm. I would spend – like I can, I can retouch a face now probably in under 15 minutes, like mm. a full retouch for, for if it's not too complicated. Mm. When I first started teaching myself – half a day wow right and but then there'd be half a day's work and then I'd make a mistake Mm. and I hadn't learned how to go back 
Oh. And I just have to start again, like in <gasps> oh, tears. No. I'm like, oh, my God, I lost all of it. Why did I make that mistake? But now I know about history states and all of that. So oh. <laughs> it's frustrating. So if you're listening from the US, it is about $70. If you're listening from Australia, it's about $100 from Adobe. Are we at 70 cents? Well, that's just how much Adobe's selling it for. All right, there's a free one, Val. Yes. Uh, which I is, like free. I, <laughs> It's basically like a Photoshop knockoff. Okay. And it's called GIMP. Oh, G-I-M-P. Yes. Have you heard of it? I have heard of it. So it's an online resource and it's, it's, it, it, it kind of looks a lot like Photoshop. A lot of people rave about it and love it. So it, 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 it does like all the advanced photo retouching techniques. It corrects lens distortion. It does vignetting. You can clone and heal just like Photoshop. Um, and it like it's, it's, it's pretty good. And the other great thing about it is there is a massive um, online community of GIMP users. So if right. you've got a problem, you can just go to a forum and say, how do I do this? Or there'll be lots of information out there. And, well, it's free. Yes. I mean, you can't go wrong. No, no. What do you think really about um, iPhoto or, you know, photos as it's now called on the Mac? Because obviously that's free and it comes with every Mac and it does really basic things. What are your thoughts on it? Well, it's basic, but it's a good way to organize um, organize your files, you know. So it's I think it's a good starting point if you don't have anything. So um, and it and it's a great way. Like I like how it organizes your photos into um, folders mm. and years. Mm. So like even if you do nothing to your folders, it'll put them in 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 order of date and everything. So mm. it's good for that, and you can publish easily to Facebook and Flickr. And um, have you ever made a book using iPhoto? No, I haven't. That's quite a neat little tool that they have. So you can actually um, make beautiful little books and then get them printed. Are they expensive? It's a really cool feature. I haven't actually gone to the print. I've actually made, used it to make folios with to show people mm. on my iPad. Right. So it's a great way to lay out your photos. Um, nifty little feature. I don't think it's very expensive to print. Yes. Um, from my photos. I could so, do a photo so book of my cats. You could do a photo book for your cats, Val. Mm. You could. Yeah. Okay. You know, so, so it's like, I mean, the the editing tools on iPhoto are, are pretty basic, mm. like you no know, red eye reduction. But, you know, it's a start. Mm. Um, and something again, but you know, it's 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 for Mac users only, so it's lim- limited market. But um, yeah. So for people who are a little bit more advanced, have gone beyond just the basics, because we've talked about the basics now. What's kind of at the next level, perhaps? Next level. So, this, like, there is no middle level as far as okay. I'm concerned. I go straight up. So okay. I think if you're an enthusiast or a pro, I, yes. I, um, like you could start with GIMP mm-hmm. as an enthusiast, mm-hmm. and uh, or or the um, the elements, right? Mm-hmm. Photoshop elements thirteen yes. as a yes. start, right? Get get your head around those, and but then as an enthusiast, is if you want to go further, because the thing about Photoshop mm-hmm. is you can be uh, like a beginner who's using it and only using a certain amount of the uh, the tools mm-hmm. and or you can be a pro and using like everything on it because it's got so much. I think I'm only using about, I don't know, 30% of the capabilities. There's so much in there. So Photoshop, 
the big daddy, but it comes with a big price tag. So mm. you can buy the software outright for, I think, around $600. Mm-hmm. Um, or now what they're doing is um, Photoshop have now – that's for CS6, mm-hmm. but you can get uh, the online – they've got the CC, which is a, a subscription model. Yes. Uh, and you pay by month. And so that's that's what I'm doing now, a bit uh, sort of, of mucking around to get started and get online. But, geez, they've got great online support because <laughs> I used it a lot to get what, myself what started. Kind of online like support? you ring and they help you out and they get you okay. set up and started. So that's all good. So the reason I love um, Photoshop so much is because of what I do is I um, do a lot of skin retouching. I do a lot of comp composting people, so at moving heads around, mm-hmm. adding skies and textures to my photos. Mm. Um, I like to work in layers, so like I will uh, – uh, Photoshop allows you to do that, different blending modes, how, how you use the light in the photos, lots of advanced tools. Um, the cloning is amazing. Like You can take out an entire section of a photo if you want. So like even if you're a um, – you know, a landscape photographer and there's like a bridge in the shot that you don't want, you Mm. can take it out. Or, you know, uh, often with landscape photos, you might – like the really good ones that you see, Val, will have a sky from another shot. Yeah. Middle ground will be another shot and the foreground are are three different shots that are blended together. And there's no other software that does it as well as Photoshop. Love know, Photoshop. And, and, and liquefy is amazing and warp and, um, you know, and then there's the next element in, in, in adding uh, graphics to everything. So, you know, for all these reasons, uh, it's, it's like one of my favourites. And, and but I'm, I'm not using it for 100% of the time. I'm mm-hmm. using it for about 20%. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some cons. It's like... Sometimes there's a like the, the, the workflow can be a bit clunky, and if you want to look at your files, you have to use something like Bridge, which mm. you test. Yeah, you I have Bridge, and it do, drives me bonkers, isn't it? It's not right. So oh, this is what I'm saying bonkers. about. But you know, that's you and I, Val. Mm. We could do a poll now amongst our listeners, mm. and there will be more than half will come back and tell you how much they love Bridge. Right. And Let even us know. people that I, I, I know uh, and work with who just tell me how much they use and love Bridge. Yeah. And the same is uh, with Camera Raw, which is Photoshop's like raw processing software where mm-hmm. you can process raw. I know that um, uh, like someone like uh, Joel Grimes, who is a very accomplished uh, photographer, he uses Camera Raw to um, uh, create his images and he does it really well. And there's – I've I'm sure I've seen photos come in through the Facebook page that were created in Camera Raw. And I think I'm going to ask you, the listeners from now on, um, to to also include uh, the uh, image software that they're using. Yes, let us Process know. their files because that's a good way for me to um, sort of identify who's using what. It's a good great way to just to poll everyone. And, so, of course, if you, have, if you don't use image software, that's fine too. Just... That's, you know, oh, you, post your shot of course, anyway. Of course, mm. of course. But it, it'd be just good to know, um, mm. know what everyone is using. So um, you can't sync the photos in Photoshop. So Sync to where? Well, like 
the, the good thing about the next bit of software that I'm going to talk to about, which is Lightroom, is mm. that it, it allows you the ability to um, edit one photo mm. and apply that edit to all the other photos. So just let's oh. just say, Val, like I this is something that I do a lot of where I'm photographing um, – uh, uh, like a, a show where the cast member's standing on a white background, okay? Mm. There'll be like twos and threes and, and single shots, mm. okay? So the entire day, the lighting never changes. Mm. So before Lightroom, and I did this all in Photoshop, I would have to edit each photo individually, mm. okay? Mm. Now that I have um, Lightroom allows me to um, edit one photo, and apply that edit to all the photos. Mm. And so in a second, I've edited all the photos. That's fantastic. Isn't it? You know, That's but great. I like, like, let me not just go into Lightroom just yet because I want to just keep. <laughs> okay. So, so that annoys, if like if Photoshop could do that, that yeah, right. one thing, it would be so good. And it's, um, you know, it's not. It's not as handy for photographers who, who work on hundreds and thousands of files, like, you know, wedding and portrait photography. Oh, yeah. Okay, and then you're, um, you're editing uh, TIFFs and JPEGs, not the raw file. So, like, once you've um, edited that, fold, that file, it's, 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 it can't be undone. So, it's like it's um, – you well, can't unless you edit a copy. You, well, you can edit a copy, but hmm. it's like the thing about Lightroom is you can edit from raw and go back to whatever state you wanted to. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so um, and then the other thing that people complain about Photoshop is it's uh, it's not that intuitive, is it? Do you find oh, no. that, Val? Yeah, it's very – yeah, it drives me nuts sometimes. Mm. It's frustrating to learn. It takes a long time. But once you get it, you've got it for life. And I think it's going to be around for a while. Mm. And um, there is – if you're serious about portrait photography and you're serious about how your portraits look, I think it's it's – it's a necessary tool to have and, uh, you know, as I said, I use it for a lot of my finishing off of photos and photo composites. Okay. It's essential. So you intimated that you're going to talk about Lightroom. I'm keen to know more about Lightroom because I hear so much about it from you and other people but I don't use it yet. Uh, Do tell. I'm going to convince you um, Mm -hmm. after this. So, you know, have you ever had something happen to you that like has changed your life so much that you can actually remember where you were, what you were wearing and how you felt when you found out about it? Uh, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> something sorely so dag. Can you tell me what, 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 what? <laughs> your accounting software or something? <laughs> when I met my cat Rex. <laughs> Fair enough. That makes sense. And he changed my life. <laughs> um, so, I, in order for you to all to understand just how important Lightroom was in my life, okay, you know the movie Jerry Maguire. Yes. You know the final scene, oh. um, where he's standing at the door, and um. He gives that speech uh-huh. and he's saying, um, is it Renee Zellweger who yeah. is acting opposite him? Yeah. 
and he's he's standing there. He's at the door. He's like just a, to, to to he's lost his wife. They've split up, and yeah. he wants her back. And he's standing at the door, and he makes this long, long speech. And the part of it, uh, he's like, "We live in a cynical world, a cynical world, and we work in a business of tough competitors." And then he's like, "I love you." And then he says it, "You complete me." That's how I feel about Lightroom. <laughs> You know, but then he continues, he continues, Val, he said, and I just had, and that's when Renee Zellweger, she says, shut up, just shut up. And she says, you had me at hello. Oh, my God. You had me at hello. There are so many good quotes in that movie, Val. Like okay. in that one scene, two, you had me at hello and you complete me is in the one scene. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were talking about Lightroom. <laughs> ah, Lightroom had me at hello. It, the first time I looked at it, really, I felt complete. I said, finally, someone understands me. Really? It's that. Can you perhaps expand on it so... a little bit more without referring to Jerry Maguire? Okay. So what Lightroom, so f from from start, the way it organises your files into catalogues. So I can um, do a shoot, uh, uh, import all my files into Lightroom, rename them and um, create this catalogue that no matter where I move it to, I will always have every single action and adjustment with each file that I've um, worked on in Lightroom there forever. Okay, uh -huh. so someone in five years' time can contact me and say, can you recreate this shot for me? And I can go into my Lightroom cat catalogue and know that it's there and I don't have to, oh, my God, what the hell did I do to, to make this file? I don't have to rebuild it. It's all there because <laughs> yes. it remembers everything. Okay. But what it does that is so amazing is it allows you to create um, all these adjustments to raw files. Okay. That's what's amazing. And so the other thing is that I love about Lightroom is the way it actually allows you to work on the files is like I feel most like an artist oh. when I'm working in Lightroom because it's got the selective adjustment brush. This is the thing. This is the moment when I knew I was in love. <laughs> I was in love. I was complete. What's a selective adjustment? Almost, you know when Harry met Sally? Oh, dear God. No, don't. Go there, please. It's okay. <laughs> we we can spare point. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's that good. Okay, just, so well, there's I'm, a selective adjustment brush, yeah. <laughs> You can have – so that um, photo that I've got in the show notes that I just created in Sicily – the right. Caravaggio-inspired Caravaggio, one? Yes. yes. And Caravaggio. we'll put this in the show notes, but everyone, it's a group of uh, older gentlemen who are kind of standing outside a cafe or a deli, and it's like their, their daily ritual, and they're all standing there or sitting there, and they're gathered together, and they're talking, and they're all friends, and it's this snapshot in time in this Caravaggio-style, um, you know, mood that Gina has, has created with this image. It does have the, the the look of a painting. I sh I'm going to put the uh, before shot next. Yes, to, you, you need to do that for back, people, for, otherwise for us to really no, understand. No point of reference. That's right. But the before shot, Val, 
Uh, yes. Looks nothing like that. It's like you know, five shades lighter. The lighting is very flat. It was a flat, overcast day. Okay, so it was just it was still an okay shot, but it was pretty average. I am able to um, in Lightroom with the selective adjustment brush. I can brush in um, contrast. I can brush in shadows. I can mm. I can open up shadows. I can just selectively find a face in the crowd and just highlight the skin tone on that face. As if you've got a speed light in front of them. Yes, or a, or a brush. I can, just, oh, I, can, I can select someone's eye and just adjust the, the tone or the warmth, the colour temperature of I, that eye. So I can this, adjust just the contrast. For this shot, and you're going to put the before shot in as well, tell us yep. um, how long did that take in Lightroom to achieve what you ultimately wanted? Not very long at all. Probably like, I did it in um, maybe 30 minutes. Right. Okay. Just brushing it in like wow. an artist. Beautiful. And this is what I love. And so, Val, when I'm working on, um, you know, say a cast, like a series of cast shots where mm. I've got people on the white background and I'm doing this in Lightroom, mm. um, whereas if I was doing it in Photoshop, I would retouch the floor because the white floor gets – marks and spots on it so yes. each individual shot uh 30 45 minutes to retouch the the surrounds and the floor and then and then the people get retouched right mm. using lightroom i retouch one mm. i save that recipe right and then i apply it to all the others right brilliant okay it's fantastic and then i can create i create my own recipes so like Two, last week, the newsletter went out. Yes. My chocolate lovers Lightroom <laughs> recipes went out. So yes. Light, Lightroom, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, recipes, yeah. And, and um, like so you can or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can, you can create your own and save them so that, like, I know that when I do um, events, I've got a certain template for events and how I, I, I edit those. And then for uh, cast shots on white, I've got another recipe that I've created for those. And then you just apply them and your work is always consistent. Yeah. So if you haven't joined up Gina's newsletter, it's certainly worth it because uh, that's where the good stuff happens as well. And that's where Gina gives out for free these uh, these recipe, Lightroom recipes that you can just download and, and use, you know, for, for your photography. Exactly, yeah. So, um, oh, and you can do that at ginamilitia.com. That's useful, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I love Lightroom, Val. I just okay, I got, I got it. Penny, <laughs> it, it really is. And, and my work since Lightroom has just like changed so much, and, and it is such a pleasure to use it. You just you can, like, you have to get into it. Okay. It'll change your life. You'll All love right. it. I'll give it a go. So much with it. What else? Apart from Lightroom, because clearly you're getting a bit overexcited on that one, what else have you got? <laughs> <laughs> so um, what else? So basically that's uh, like I don't want to recommend any other apps in terms of for pros okay. uh, to use for post-production, but if you want one for your phone, that's really good. Mm -hmm. You can't go past Snapseed. 
Oh, yes, you did. You, you downloaded that onto my phone last hmm. time I saw you. But I will admit that I haven't really got into it. Why not? I don't know. I've been using just the other things, but I will try. <laughs> so, so what do you use it for? Uh, so I'll What's use it, it uh, on my phone. So if I'm ever like I need to just quickly uh, edit a photo on the fly to post to social media, I'll mm. use I'll use Snapseed. So um, and and it, it does it really well. But what in, kind of edits would you be doing? So what I'll do is I might adjust the contrast a little bit. I, I might change the uh, color. Often um, photos straight out of the camera have that digital look, which is a bit just sort of. Uh, it glows a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's just too – the colours are just a little bit too bright. Mm. And the other thing about digital straight out of the camera is they can be a little bit like there's just not enough contrast. Yep. So I'll add I'll add a bit of contrast. Uh, the other thing I find about uh, straight out of the camera uh, is that they're like – they might be too bright mm. or not bright enough and then um, – Typically, they're so, a little bit soft. Mm. So I'll add uh, sharpening. Uh, there's something that I like to do in, in Snapseed is opening up the shadow detail. So it's it's a like uh, adding fill light to your shot. Okay. So, so so if you've got something that's a bit too contrasty, there's no detail in the blacks, you can open up the shadows and it basically just adds more detail into the blacks. Okay. And then you can uh, tone them, you can add the colour, you can reduce the saturation, um, you know, make them a bit grungier, convert them to black and white, crop them, selectively adjust. You can just maybe um, adjust the face of a person, just uh, adjust it a little bit. All right. Um, so it's Sold. Awesome. I, and that's my commitment to you and everyone listening for next, le- next week. I am going to thoroughly investigate Snapseed and uh, report back. But we would actually love to hear from you and what your favourite phone apps are. Um, and if you've got any, you know, desktop apps as well that you absolutely love, tell us. But in particular, I know a lot of people are always curious about phone apps. So do tweet us or message us on Instagram or, or, or on Facebook because we'd love to know. So, so if you haven't yet joined the Facebook community, search for So You Want to Be a Photographer podcast community on Facebook. Some great conversations going in there. Awesome photography going in there. Oh, I'm yes. Absolutely loving seeing what people are doing with their shots. I just love it. Um, but we should also tell everyone what our hashtag Gina challenge is this week. Um, while you think of that, Gina, if you're new to us, every week we have a new theme. So sometimes it's, um, it's portraits, sometimes it's landscapes, sometimes it's black and white or whatever, a particular style. And uh, we all upload either on Instagram or onto the Facebook page our efforts and we put hashtag Gina challenge and then hashtag whatever the theme is so that uh, we can all have a look at each other's shots. It's all it's all op- open to your own interpretation. Uh, but what do you think our hashtag Gina challenge theme is for this week? You complete me. Oh my God. Are you serious? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm grudgingly putting this up there. <laughs> Do you know that that's one line that I can't stand? Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've always thought if I ever did a wedding speech or something like that. Oh, I, you would never say it at a wedding speech. No, no you'd say, I complete me. No one, you, no one needs to yeah. complete me. <laughs> 
All right, um, but that's our hashtag Gina challenge for this week. <laughs> you complete me. <laughs> Interpret that how you will. Um, but uh, that brings us to the end of our podcast, I believe. Oh, do you have one more app for us? Oh, there's just a, a – and it's not a post-production app, but you can actually get uh, little light meters for your phone, which are really cool. So oh. uh, not not for flash, but to um, take readings uh, for daylight. That They're, like, quite accurate. So there's one called the Pocket Light Meter, which is uh, 99 cents US, which will – so if you're out and about and you want to uh, accurately uh, read the light. Great. Great little app to have. Fantastic. Okay, mm. Pocket Light Meter. We'll put all of yep. these links in the show notes, which you'll find at GinaMilitia.com, and that's M-I-L-I-C-I-A. Uh, but in the meantime, where do we find you on social media? Okay, I'm at Gina Militia on Instagram and at Gina Militia on Twitter. And Facebook sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so you want to be a photographer? Facebook page. Yeah, we're we're, we're in there daily on the so we you are in there daily uh, yep. Facebook podcast community, and you'll find mm. me at Valerie Koo. That's K H O O. We'd love to hear from you. But in the meantime, thanks so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you do have thirty seconds to leave us a review or a rating on iTunes, we'd really appreciate it because it helps us with the rankings and enables us to keep bringing this to you. Uh, But until next week, thank you so much and we'll talk to you then. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to So You Want to Be a Photographer. For more information, free resources and Gina's regular newsletter on everything you need to know to become a successful photographer, visit ginamilitia.com.